the In Search of America podcast, copyright 2017, all rights reserved. Music by Keith Medley at keithmedleymusic.com. Episode 18, The Passing of a Very Good Man. A few weeks ago, when I was in South Dakota, another acquaintance of mine crossed over to the other side, leaving behind a legacy of true greatness. His name is Greg Girard, and he lived in the heart of Louisiana's Atchafalaya Basin. Greg was a writer, a photographer, a professor, and a man who devoted his heart and his very soul to the Atchafalaya River Basin. I had become acquainted and eventually met Greg through a dear friend of mine, Gene Seneca, who lives in Biogrostate in South Louisiana. Ever since my first day in South Louisiana, I had heard stories about this man from many people throughout this enchanted land. Some of the stories repeated themselves, some were adaptations, longer or shorter, of ones that I had already heard, but each story was told to me with a great reverence for this man and for the life that he had lived. From my very first encounter with Greg, in fact, even before I met him, I felt compelled to make a portrait of him. That never happened, and the fault was clearly all mine. I thought that there would be time, but there wasn't. I also wanted to record his story to let the world know about this gentle giant of a man, but that too never happened. I got caught up in life, created priorities, shifted priorities, and time ran out. Throughout my time as a photographer, which exceeds four decades, this scenario has occurred only a few times, but each time I vowed to never allow it to occur again, yet it has. And the world is less for it having occurred. Because Greg's story was one of dedication. A dedication to the love of a land. His land. The land of which he was raised and lived within. And his story will be to anyone who knows it fully a true American story. Which is why I have chosen to tell a piece of it here in this podcast. Since I never made the time to record his words, I have chosen to read instead an excerpt from a newspaper article that was written as his epitaph by someone who knew him well. The writer's name is Retta Grimsley Johnson. Retta wrote the following words. When Greg Girard visited from Louisiana, he insisted on doing a chore before he ate a meal. Never mind he'd driven eight hours to get here. One visit, he cleared privet from the edge of the woods along my drive. Another time, he sanded a cypress board he'd salvaged from the swamp bottom and brought as a gift. Once, he arrived with a small live oak tree from his land on the western edge of the Atchafalaya Basin in St. Martin Parish. He planted it in my North Mississippi yard. I'd never seen a live oak tree this far north, and I said I suspected it wouldn't survive the harsh winters. Conventional wisdom has the live oak line about five hours south. Maybe nobody ever tried, Greg said. The tree has made it eight years and is over four feet tall. 
When he died of meningitis last week, it was as if a giant tree fell. Plenty heard. Greg was tall, ruggedly handsome, soft-spoken and kind. Think Chris Christofferson meets James Arness. Everyone fell in love with Greg at first meeting, no exceptions. Men, women, small children. He was mesmerizing, a voracious reader, a Solomon of the swamp. At age 80, he was still outdoors every day, crawfishing, salvaging ancient cypress sinker logs, taking photographs, giving free tours to anyone who showed a sincere interest in trying to preserve a disappearing way of swamp life. He planted thousands of trees in a quixotic quest to replace the billions of board feet taken from the basin between 1875 and 1930. Greg knew poets, movie stars, musicians, the documentarian Ken Burns, but his best friends were Roy and Annie Blanchard, who fished as a couple for decades. Greg was two when he moved with his family to the bosky bayou land. He sometimes would leave, mostly in August, when the repressive heat made travel attractive, but the Atchafalaya remained his home. He moved to Costa Rica once, not coincidentally the year Richard Nixon was elected, and taught English for several years. He loved Faulkner and Thoreau. Greg helped Hollywood find locations in the labyrinth of swamp. For Robert Duvall's The Apostle, Greg's job was to scare away the snakes before the baptism scenes. He often got speaking parts, including In the Electric Mist, with Tommy Lee Jones. In the credits, they call me Old Cajun Fisherman, Greg said with a laugh. Greg built his own Cypress cabin. Beyond it is the house of his late parents, and beyond that, his grandparents' home. It is a timeline of domiciles, vine-covered, slowly going back to the earth. Boats are everywhere, houseboats, pirogues, crawfish rigs, and outboards hang from oak boughs. Cypress logs and boards are stacked in countless piles and barns, each piece a wood of prize. Anywhere else, you might say it was a mess, but in this setting, it is perfect, meaningful. Once we have cut down all the big trees, part of our punishment will be to live in a world without any big trees, Greg wrote in one of his many books, Inherent, the Atchafalaya. And it feels like punishment to live in a world without Greg. The In Search of America podcast, copyright 2017, all rights reserved. Music by Keith Medley at keithmedleymusic.com.